what what else have we got to talk about? Yeah. We uh, I I think this is gonna be a this is gonna be a could be a big edit. This, this one. Is, oh, this is a rough episode, but um, okay, let, let's let's take a swing here. Goodness, that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. It's tremendous with Tom and Elliot. It's good to see you Friday afternoon. That's when we hope you're listening to it. Coming down the the highway, stuck in traffic, maybe the sun's coming down. You can't wait to get back home. You've got maybe a couple cold ones in the fridge. Maybe you're going to the bottle right now. That's where we want you. That's where we need you. Uh, say hello, Tom, to the people. Good day. Nice to Glad see to you. Glad to be here. I'm I'm currently enjoying a. Uh uh, a little schmitty of uh, VB that Elliot has very kindly poured for me while he enjoys his craft beer that he set aside for himself. I know, that's right. It's Friday <laughs> and they're uh, $8.50. Imperial grape sour. You got to enjoy. I, I, you know, I don't usually like a sour. And even now it's more tart than I remember. But it's it's delicious. What do you, is that, is that your go-to? Like it's a pretty bold choice. Did you, did you just get yourself the one? Um, I just got myself the one. Like I said, they were eight fifty, And so then they come in like a four pack after yeah. that. Um, and so I usually like to, me and my girlfriend got really obsessed with getting different kinds of IPAs. And so we just try different ones. And this is one we unanimously sort of fell in love yeah, with. Yeah. And well, so the big goal of this podcast is to be sponsored by a uh, craft brewery. Yeah. If step another, up, just Yulies. For, <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not drinking Yulies. So maybe that's what's going to happen, Yulies. We're going to look for other options until you get in t- touch with us. We know you, we know, we, we, know you ha- we haven't contacted you, but just like a needy girlfriend, you should have known. Yeah. Yeah. We know we haven't contacted you and this hasn't gone live yet anywhere. And you can't actually listen to this at all. But that doesn't give you any excuse. Where do you get off? <laughs> you know, you're so what are, wait, what are you drinking? What's the brand? What's the what's um, the brewery? Uh, I'm trying to fucking. <coughs> it's, hope, me. it's a hope. <laughs> yeah, hope. It's called Hope Brewery, but it's kind of got this. Um, yeah, Hope Brewery. Sorry, why did I never it's, even pay attention to that? It's because Obama's. It's Obama's personal brewery. Yeah, that's right. It started back, and but it, this is the only thing that actually persevered through that whole campaign. <laughs> this is the Hope Brewery, and it's the Imperial Grapefruit Sour. It's like got this kind of iconic black can that I don't see anywhere else. It's just like a matte black can, and then it's got this cool sticker, and it's got a bunch of um, um, grapefruit wedges all over it. I would highly recommend just getting one of them. Don't get more than one of them. See if you like it. Compliment it with your usual drinks. Drink it with us one day on Tremendous. Do it. Yeah. Um, in fact, if sales go up bec- uh, with Imperial Grapefruit by, like, I don't know, eight people, then you should... Uh, you should know where that came from. Yeah, yeah, that's, hope, those hope are really. our eight loyal listeners. Yeah, and two of them are us. Um, yeah, my 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 mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of your mom and dad, uh, that leads well. So we should also just pre preach this by that. So we we've gotten into a bit of a bit of a ritual here at Tremendous, where we sit down, we start talking to the microphone, uh, and then we do it for ten minutes, decide we hate ourselves, and start again, uh, which we just did there. We had a very very uh, in depth conversation about charities for some reason. Uh, Elliot's having a little bit of a stroppy this afternoon. He hasn't been in a great mood. Uh, so he, he's, he's calmed down a little bit. He's had his grapefruit sour and he's feeling better. Yeah, man. I'm a little bit less sour the more sour that I got into me. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I just started one of those days. It's like... It's Let's not talk about it again. Tell us about your parents. <laughs> tell us about what's that? Tell us about the story. Tell us the story you were going to tell. Remember? About the parents? About, the, about one of them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. 
Okay, so I we, 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 I was going to tell you about this uh, quick little, little little tale that I was going to say. So my, when my dad and my mom divorced and they moved uh, from Newcastle back to Sydney, um, my dad sort of, you know, went after my mom for about a year and stuff like that. And then when he realized that that wasn't going to happen and they weren't going to get back together, he started dating again. And he started dating like uh, some like really like my, sort of younger women. Sort of dating younger women than what? Uh, how, how much younger is younger? How um, old is your dad at this stage? How old is my dad at this stage? math um he'd probably be about 34 okay 35 how old are you um i'm 28 sorry how old was he how old were you oh i'm, I'm sorry i'm he was 10 okay yeah, yeah. yeah um so he uh so he started dating girls like half his age and stuff like that as well 17 oh no i'm sorry <laughs> you know what i like but he started dating women half his age when he was like 40 and 50. <laughs> he started dating women half his age as soon as that was legal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as it sort of... Even then it was frowned upon. I remember he and my, his girlfriend ran into a girl that I was dating with, uh, with her parents sort of thing. And um, they were at like some day festival kind of like, like you know, where you go for like uh, food, like food trucks and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just sort of ran into each other like, oh, that's Elliot's dad. And who's that with? Is that like a, a niece that he's with? Or something? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, this is my girlfriend. <clears throat> and immediately just disliked my dad and me a lot more just because like the, the mum just did not like us at all because he, I don't know, he was dating some younger girl. I think it's funny how you always hear that in, I feel like it's a, a trope in sitcoms and stuff or even this idea that, oh, well, why is it, it's such a big deal with it when an older woman dates a, a younger man, but it, an older man can date a young woman. No one looks twice. It's like, that's bullshit. It's Everyone looks an older dude and a young 100%. woman goes, you are a creep. They, they think that 100% you're paying for it. There's no oh, way that she sure. could like your personality. No. It's impossible. No, there's no chance. But she, but you know, um, she was a successful like lawyer and stuff like that. She, um, she ran her own business, and but she was just like half his age, and mm. so they just, you know, didn't like her. And uh, anyway, but the um, my dad started dating women of that sort of demographic and stuff. And I remember he was just kind of like he was just like what what people would call like a midlife crisis. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they started getting tattoos, yeah, way too much money on first tattoos. Um, he had one tattoo for me and my brother and like my sister, like a little tiny thing but then he just started getting full sleeves and stuff seriously mm -hmm. at, at like in his like 40s like 30s early 40s yeah yeah, yeah. wow that's cool yeah yeah it's just that he's like got covered most of his body's covered because i think it's interesting like your brother's co not covered but he's got a lot of tattoos and you don't have any hey? all the men in my family have tattoos i'm the only one that's holding it I, it's not that i don't want them i just don't know what i want yet yeah that's fair um very keen anyway but he started doing all that kind of stuff spending too much money on cars and stuff like he worked in security. He was like head of security at uh, what uh, this old established club, Ruby Rabbit, oh, yeah. on Oxford Street. Um, and he was just sort of like around cocaine and girls all the time and stuff like that. And I remember one day, me and my brother, when we were little, wrestling down in the living room, we're just wrestling in the living room, and like it was early in the morning kind of thing. We were just like being too loud, but we we're just being kids. And he comes, and the key and his girlfriend are up in their room at the time, and he comes running down the stairs, gets to the bottom of the stairs, and goes, "Hey, I'm trying to build a relationship up here." <laughs> <laughs> and, just looking, and then just goes like, I shut the fuck up and like and we were just like oh man we're like spoiling dad's relationship anyway but like we went back to um you know we went back to him that he had like you know i remember one other time that with that i think it was the same girlfriend as well i used to write in a journal oh yeah i used to write in a journal and i was writing in a journal I was up late and uh they didn't know i was like, awake i guess like I, I was in bed for ages just writing or reading i don't know some shit and um i just start i just heard this noise coming through the house like just a little bit just quick i was like what is that kind of thing and then i realized it was like he and his girlfriend having sex in the house kind of thing and it was just like stupid shit like that happening you know what i mean and so like, what kind of noise are you hearing uh just her just her just her and how uh, you know is, not, is not, she, she's not even being distasteful 
<laughs> she's, she's just enjoying the experience. She's yeah. in the moment. Yeah, and it wasn't even like she was trying to keep. She was she was just trying to keep it down. But I was just awake, and like that was just his situation. He's like, "Well, fuck, my I'm, my kids are always here and stuff." And I felt so bad for my dad, kind of thing at the time. But like that was the only time it happened, and I just made sure I went to bed every time they thought I went to bed. You know what I mean? I was like, "I'm going to bed now." That's so funny. I might be up for an hour, guys. Just so you know, I'm, re- I'm up for an hour. I might be reading. That's so funny. Yeah, so that was the number one incentive to make sure. When you say you're going to bed, you're actually going to bed. <laughs> yeah, it's witches out. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And then how did you feel about it at the time? Like, what was the... How, so this is it was hard to look at her in the morning. Yeah, I can imagine. It was like, ugh. Kind of like, I don't know. It's just, um, there was nothing attractive about it for me. There was, it was just gross. Mm. We're talking about it now. That's why. That's how effective it was. You know. What no, I mean? but I mean, I'm wondering, like, were you? Because so one time uh, I was staying over at a friend's house when I would have been like 12 or 13, and I was uh, it was a sleepover, and his mum was divorced, and she had her boyfriend over, and classic like at a sleepover, last one to fall asleep, and I start hearing hearing her moaning in the next room, oh. and she was not an attractive woman, and it was just like there was. It's one of those things where it's like. In a perfect world as a 13-year-old teenage boy, that's the greatest moment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was not. It was so disturbing. And she was kind of like, you know when you've got a good friend whose mum, it almost kind of feels like she's sort of your mum a little bit yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like, oh, don't do that to my other mum. <laughs> and uh, It's not but- good enough. <laughs> <laughs> you don't deserve her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey. <laughs> but, but the the next morning, I told my friend about it. And I think oh, no. knowing me... I probably would have been leaning into like paying the shit out of him for it. Oh no. And he was just like, so? And I have no, and it worked so well because I was like, well, fuck, I guess I got nothing. <laughs> He's like, I listen to it all the time. <laughs> the fuck is your problem? <laughs> it wasn't even live. That was my iPod. <laughs> I listened to it to help me get to sleep. <laughs> um, oh but whereas, God. okay, so this is the only comparable story that I have. And again, you know, when. I think this is a big thing, as especially when you do comedy and you start to try and think about like stories from your life. And you and I don't really tell stories on stage. And I think, at least for me, I kind of have this perspective of I don't have any stories to tell. Mm. But then when you start going back over the things that happened to you in your life, you're like, actually, that was kind of fucking weird mm-hmm. when that happened. Um, I remember uh, when I was like, again, 10, 11, 12, 13 sort of thing, kind of pre-puberty but only just being in the bath, like being, my mum was like getting ready for the day and I was in the bathroom with her, like in, in like my parents' big master bathroom kind of thing. And um, we were talking about, I don't know if we were talking about like, uh, I think we were talking about menopause. I think that's what it was. Yeah. And we were talking about menopause and the idea that you can't get pregnant anymore. And I basically said something to the effect of, and my mum would have been like late 40s at this stage. I must have said something to the effect of, yeah, but it doesn't really matter anyway, right? Because like you and dad don't have sex anymore. And she's like, are you serious? <laughs> and, and I'm like, what? And this is what my mum does, which I think, I don't know. Obviously, I was in the wrong too. But she pulls out the top drawer, pulls out her pill. And she, do you know what this is? <laughs> I'm like, no. She's like, explains to me what the pill is. And it just kind of like walks out of the room and leaves me with my mouth open. And I was like, well, that was more confronting than I was hoping that. Uh, Mum lost her cool and was like, I fuck. <laughs> I fuck. You, you don't, don't even fuck? Yeah, you don't fuck. <laughs> you, you fucking virgin. And then you <laughs> and then you hear her that night and you're like, uh. She's like, uh. <laughs> I was 
actually just looking at um because like a little uh, a little plug I, i'm actually at the it's not gonna matter it's too late but <laughs> i'm at the <laughs> i'm so disappointed we have an established spot we don't have an established podcast that i can promote it on <laughs> <clears throat> but no i got to the i got booked for the comedy store this weekend it's really great that's like i'm very happy about that but um i was looking at my headshot for the comedy store and uh i'm wearing a blazer with like a baseball cap mm. and I, I remember that face yeah and the thing is i would probably still wear that at one point Oh, you guys, was that from the photo shoot that you guys did at the Magic Mike? Was that yeah. where that was from? That photo shoot was so fucking lame. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, th- there's there's two photos that stick out to me. We can, might, maybe we, this is something we can put on the Instagram. Oh, no. Yeah, we're going to put it on the Instagram. Yeah. There's two. There's uh, you, Anthony, and Sam Menzies sitting on a couch while Harry Jun, uh, our Asian friend, lies down on a table shirtless and you're picking sushi off his chest with chopsticks. Do you remember that photo? And I'd like to point out that while Harry Jun is in fact our Asian friend, he is also Korean. And that photo is literally gay. Not in a a lame way. It's lame also, but it is so gay. And it's like three dudes sitting on a couch eating off the naked body of another dude. <gasps> Albeit eating a very culturally inappropriate food. You should I have been eating Korean well, barbecue. Harry's like our Kevlar so that we can make that joke. So that's kind of what he was acting like in that in that in that poster. He What's was lying joke? across us like, like Kevlar. <laughs> He's <laughs> well, Harry that, Kevlar. You're is talking a, about comedians in the in the first year, you know what I mean? Yeah. I uh but, but and then the other photo that I despise, and I don't think I've ever said it to him and I should have, and if not, I hope he's listening right now. Anthony Lacascio wrapping the mic cord oh. around his neck. So it looks like it's a noose. The worst, oh, man. The I hated worst. that. I hated so many of those photos. If you look at all of mine, they're tasteful. <laughs> they're tasteful <laughs> yeah, as fuck. I'd say like the, the worst the, one I did was about one of my. Oh, the worst one I did was I sat down on a couch with my arms spread across the back, and just sat with my with my legs up on a on the footrest kind of. And thing. if you can pull that off, it's kind of cool. But that's the thing I didn't. But that's the yeah. worst thing I did. Yeah, that's like that's the most egregious. I wasn't like. I'm being wacky or something like that. It, it was just my outfit. And that's how that's how I got onto this topic. I was like already looking at it going, I'm humiliated with my outfit. And I'm mm. like, I've barely gotten it. I haven't not even, I haven't even scratched the top of a decade yet <laughs> away from the photo. I'm and we haven't really explained, like it was a hat and a jacket, but it was also, it's a velvet, it's a black velvet black jacket. Black velvet jacket with a green baseball cap. Yeah. And the thing is I'd wear that on stage all the time. I felt great on it. Yeah. you. I, that was a look for you for a while. I remember that. I felt great. And now I'm looking at it and I'm like, you fucking character yeah i don't know it's hard with comedy like you kind of want to stand out a bit you kind of want to look something different right you want to look i don't know i've cut i back in the day i was kind of just t-shirt and jeans but now i try not i try to do something at least that it looks a little bit different Mm-mm. i'm all about the black shirt and jeans mm. i like it i would love to be a suit comedian but you can't <laughs> be a suit comedian at the black sheep hotel in newtown performing to six people Look at a fuckhead. You can if you're a suit guy. If you're not just a suit comedian, you're a suit guy. Yeah, but I don't want to hear... a comedian. No, but like, because you're a suit guy, that means you're like a real estate agent or something, or like you work in finance, and then I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, I want you to wear a suit for the purpose of what entertaining me. you're like a me. private detective or something? Pri- what private detective? Did your dad wear a suit as a private detective? No, but like, I mean, what about if like Sherlock Holmes did? He didn't wear a suit. He, he wore, wore like a he trench wore like coat. A th- no, he wore like a three-piece. Okay, yeah, right. But he's not wearing a suit and tie. It's not like he's wearing a blazer and you, you. Okay, you're looking at a suit as something that is like a uniform for work. These people, I'm talking about like something that people would feel comfortable in and like, mm. or like be, I own the room. Not another. I am a suit. Are you guy. doing the fucking what's the 
the Joe Rogan, that guy and Joe Rogan. Guy Ritchie? Guy Ritchie, yeah. No, 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 no. But that's, um, what, do you, what do you think? He invented it? No, no, no. But I thought that, I'm sure this is where it's come from. Because no, I've heard no, the no, exact no, same no, thing. No, no, no. You need to wear the suit. The suit no, can't I wear you. I hate that. I hate I that. I quite suit. liked it, actually. I like I that there are people. I bought a pocket square straight away. For real? <laughs> no. Oh but I do, have a, I do have a pocket square with my one suit. I've worn my suit. <laughs> it's teal. <laughs> Man, I have such a nice suit. And I've worn it once. I need some people to die. I need to hang out some better friends. Did you go to the Melbourne Cup? That would have been an excuse. You well, a Melbourne I mean, Cup kind of guy? No, not really. I used to be. I used to be more of a, not even a Melbourne Cup guy, but I used to get into it a bit more. Like I liked the sweeps and stuff. And I kind of, I don't know. I'm kind of, what do you think about racing in general? No, just, it's so stupid. It's fucking stupid. Isn't it? Like horse racing, whatever. Like it is what it is. I get the glitz and glamour of it. Greyhound racing is just the worst. It's so dumb. It's the dumbest shit. You know what we should do? Well, I mean like. By Greyhound. Well, no, what about, no, 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 no. Like, what about it? Competition, obviously. Like, okay, yeah. Well, but what about kangaroos? Kangaroo racing? Yeah, we. I think you meant we, the podcast, and I'd still be into that if we could do it. Kangaroo racing would be sick. Well, that, on that's, that. that's what I'm saying is like, that, like know. that's an Australian commodity. And we are, we're the only ones that make the, 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 you know, like different breeds of like kangaroos or whatever. Yeah. What about if we have like, we race kangaroos and people like internationally would watch kangaroo. They're fast as fuck as well. That would be sick. That right? wouldn't be great. Boom, boom, boom. Like. Yeah, that would be so sick. I'd love yeah, to. Yeah, and if one of them breaks their knee, who gives a fuck? Do you they even I mean? have a knee? They just have heels. Nah, they got knees. They got big. They got. <laughs> you go out of the country, you see kangaroos fight quite a bit. It's really entertaining. May, yeah, maybe it could be like hockey racing, where some of them just fight. Oh, I'm into it. You know what I mean? Where yeah. there's like, and then they get ten minutes for like, you know. Yeah, I think the problem is it'd be really hard to get them actually. Like, you know, even with the dogs, you got to give them something to chase, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. What do what do kangaroos like? What do they chase? They more run away from. Maybe they're just running away from something. (laughs) (laughs) Today's podcast is not brought to you by Audible.com, the world's leading audiobook platform. With 400,000 titles to choose from, books aren't just for nerds anymore. Trick people into thinking you read with Audible.com. Is your girlfriend... Like, if you asked T to tell you her most like who's your most attractive friend and you had to guess her most attractive friend would be the same answer <laughs> i love that question for getting me in trouble <laughs> Bro, that's and i'm gonna fuck- need names that's <laughs> the most fucked up thing you've ever- no that's not that is i think it's a perfectly relevant oh like, dude you're not wrong you're, you're, like, it's not that it's wrong but i don't even think mind. it's offensive why is it offensive it's just like what t doesn't have attractive friends is that what True. you're saying yeah i suppose you could get it like that's break down to its logic because i think the same thing i think if t asked you uh, who is your most attractive friend yeah and you had to guess who your most attractive friend, and we excluded me, I think you would probably have different answers. Dude, I don't even know if I want to know that. Yeah, that's so fucked. I'm so insecure. I'm so Yeah, oh, dude, I'm so insecure. For someone who's insecure, you, when I come over, you're, you're not wearing a shirt a lot. <laughs> I'm not, like, physically insecure about... I am, actually. That's not true. I've just... I'm 28, though. You know what? I've kind of gone Man, past this is how pathetic I am. It's so weird how much more open I am to talking on this podcast than I am in... To anybody in life. What do you mean? Why? Well, because I want to say this that I've been thinking, but I haven't said to anyone else otherwise. And it's kind of, anyway, uh, when I was, I I had a weekend away with a whole bunch of mates and I've been like, I've been working out pretty hard the last like eight, 10 weeks or so. And I know, especially compared to this group of friends, like they wouldn't have seen me in the kind of shape that I'm in now. And uh, I was kind of like, I remember um, I kind of, we had a pool at the place we were staying in. I was like, 
man, I hope we get to use the pool so everyone gets to see what I'm working with. (laughs) (laughs) And and it was Ah. raining all weekend and I didn't get to. And I remember the next morning, like the morning after the first night there waking up and one of my friends was just strutting around the house with his shirt off and I was like, I could never do that. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm literally like wa- I'm like in my bedroom and there's, sh- there's like a shared bathroom and I'm like I know what I'll do I'll uh, I'll walk from my bedroom to the bathroom without a shirt on so everyone just gets a peek because it's plausible deniability that's why I don't have a shirt on I'm about to have a shower why oh would I take God. it to the bathroom that is that's, so fucking funny bro it's, it's pretty pathetic I love the thought that goes into it but yeah no that's a totally but that's an insecure on a different yeah you, it's not. You definitely don't think that you're not enough, though. In that thought, <laughs> you're like, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm worried a- you guys don't know I'm enough. Because <laughs> I know I am. Exactly, <laughs> I'm very convinced. That's exactly right. I'm worried you're underestimating mm. me. With my insecurity, I don't put it on like other. Like I wouldn't put it on a girl or something. Like They'd be like, I don't want you talking to him. I don't want you hanging out there or something. I would just internalize and be like, Oh man, you suck. Bro. Well, that guy's so much better than me. Could you do an open relationship in theory? No, no, nah, neither. No, I'm hurt so much. But so, the, but that's different <laughs> then, right? Like, because I would be, you know, like I'd do the same thing. I'd be like, you can't, no, fuck, no, that guy. Oh yeah, if she was like, we want to do an open relationship, I'd be forced to be like, no, and why do you want to do it? No, and who is it? It's, yeah, exactly. It's not like you do that someone suggests an open relationship, you say no, and then they're like, okay, stop thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> They've ruined it at that yeah, point. Because it's also not like, you're like, oh, I hadn't really thought about that much. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah just top of my mind, just kind of, I hadn't really given it much thought yeah, about yeah, yeah. how that would work. Or you lead them into it, like Nevin wanting to do it, but you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, who are you thinking? And you're like, and you're Greg, and you're like, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I need to sign off on every guy you have sex with. Oh, fuck <laughs> that noise. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, I fucking drip in insecurity, dude. What are you What are you insecure about then? Um, I think it's also just like what I'm not. Mm. And then also like, uh, I don't know, physically, like I'm not like, I grew up in Bondi and stuff. So like there were a lot of guy, girls that like the like Sophie guys and I'm like super pale and have freckles. Mm. And so like I'm fucking... I kind of just, I felt like I was completely not what the girls wanted. And I also just, I don't don't know, but like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm definitely, I know know I'm I'm my own like niche. You know what I mean? But but (laughs) Niche. (laughs) I've got like a market where girls are like, yeah, no, like it took me a long time to realize there are girls out there that like you, but it took a while to convince yourself of that kind of thing. So I just always believe that there's someone so much more attractive around the corner kind of thing. And then I'm just like. Well, any day now. Yeah. <laughs> At some yeah. point. Some, something in the back of my mind. I always wanted to, I, I can never quite make it as a joke, but like, you know, uh, I, I wanted to joke something like, you know, my turn ons are, uh, you know, a sense of humor. My turn offs are girls that are attracted to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I always found that thing. It's that classic. I know I'm not breaking any new ground here, but that, like, uh, is a Groucho Marx. You know, I don't want to be part of any club that would have me as yeah, a member. 100%. So, like, you, there'd be girls where I'm like, wow, she's something. And yeah. then she'd be like, hey, I really like you. And I'm like, <laughs> not interested yeah. on. it's probably subconsciously you going well if you like me then you're an idiot yeah it's, <laughs> you know it's, it. it's like well what's wrong with you yeah 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 yeah. You, or, yeah i suppose that is you're like i mean that's maybe that's just you not wanting the low-hanging fruit no because i wanted you know i i, I wanted the fruit before i knew where it was on the tree <laughs> you know what i mean and then i found out where it was and i was like yeah i can reach higher i can get a ladder <laughs>
just for the listener, if, if Elliot feels sounds particularly distant right now, it's because he's preparing a bong. One of the things I love about <laughs> doing a podcast with you, Elliot, is uh, how openly you talk about stuff that anyone else would keep secret. <laughs> well, you know, Tom. <laughs> Something you have to learn about me. What's uh, what's the go with your? Because you live in a granny flat behind someone else's house, yep. and that person who lives in that house have children, mm-hmm. and you smoke a lot of weed out here. Do I have they have one child, and also, what do you think? I'm just blowing it in their face. No, but it's like weed smells. Like it's pretty obvious when it's happening. Oh, was that Italian tobacco? That's what it is. What is Italian tobacco? That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to discuss with you. Should we talk? Should I didn't know? I didn't really want to discuss that. I have a bong here. Oh, but you know, well, you just hit a bong on Mike. People could have been like, "What was that?" No, did someone flush everyone the toilet? Everyone knows in the back? what that sounds. Nah, is. they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm closer than ever to getting Dad to smoke weed. Oh, so because you have that joke about, I would never want to do that. I would. Oh fuck! It would have to be very controlled circumstances. I'm not going to change chill there all night. We'll watch. A documentary or something. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I yeah. don't know, something. So you don't have to talk. Yeah. <laughs> we can describe... I want to be like, what do you think about this? And just hear his high thoughts and stuff. My, uh, my parents have always insisted... So my mom doesn't drink. Just doesn't drink. Neither does my dad, yeah. But, but like, did your dad quit drinking or just never... Never did it. Really? Yeah, never yeah, smoked or drank or anything. But but he... Oh, so he was... Because you said before he was around cocaine, but he didn't... He wasn't taking it? I... It's not our place. To I'm say. not going to be able to say anything, but I have I have a lot of um, suggestions to uh, a lot of evidence that suggests that he put partook uh, okay. during that time. You know what I mean? My, never around um, me. Ne- never let us know. My parents remain adamant. Like my dad was a bit of a drinker, and still uh, not so much anymore. But was a, was a drinker. He worked in the booze industry for a long time. Mm. My mom never drank. They're both adamant. They never did drugs. Either of them ever lies. I don't know because they talk like I've talked openly about the drugs that I've I've taken with mm, them, mm. and uh, they talk about their friends, like a, a friend or two in particular, who did who dabbled in stuff. But they just yeah, my, I don't think my mum. My mum never drank, so why would she do anything else? Mm. I, but my dad, I'm kind of like surprised and a little bit disappointed. Yeah, I am always a little bit disappointed when people like get to a certain age and they're like, "No, I didn't do any of that." I'm like, "Really? Why not?" Yeah, we well, didn't find yourself in any kind of like room you shouldn't have been in at like three AM kind of thing. Like, there's something really tragic, especially like, I don't know. It, it's a it's a sad perspective. But like, my dad by the fact by way of the fact my dad hasn't done MDMA, he has not experienced the same level of happiness I have. Yes, dude, that's one of my first thoughts when I did MDMA. I was like, I feel like he's been bereft, like robbed. Of this fucking experience, like that he could have fucking, because he's such a, I don't know if I, exactly, like there's so many people that I've actually, do you know what I actually felt when I first did MDMA? There was this distinct feeling, and this is gonna sound stupid, that I was not the first one here. Like I felt this feeling and I was like, what the fuck is this? But there was this distinct feeling that I was, I was like, dude, fucking Adolf Hitler would have come here. You know what I mean? Like, that, like everyone has, ex- like so many people have downloaded experiences here and stuff like that. Like, as the, in, like being high as a place. Yeah, uh, high. I feel that with mushrooms sometimes. Like it feels mm. like a, it feels like a, a space, like a place you've gotten to. I've never done them, but like I will, like I eventually get like right set and setting kind of thing. But like the, I remember that distinct feeling of being like, holy shit! Like this is must have, through generations, people have must have accidentally stumbled on this feeling kind of thing. And yeah. I, I felt bad that exactly the same thing. One of the things was I felt my dad was like robbed of this feeling. 
The, the only time, because I haven't done a, a whole lot of, of MDMA, but the one time that really sticks out to me, I'm such a fucking, and I'm so embarrassed about it the next day, of, of just like, I'm such a blabbermouth when I'm on, when I'm high. And uh, I remember both at music festivals where I just get s- way too soppy and emotional. And I remember being, <laughs> uh, I was in a, uh, I was at Falls Festival <laughs> with a whole bunch of my mates that we all went on exchange with, right? So there's a couple from Melbourne, a couple from Sydney. There was one from Scotland, one from, uh, I don't know, that, that was it. So like we'd all kind of come from parts of Australia and this guy had flown over from Scotland and we'd gone to this music festival together. And the first night and we were on it and we were just flying and having a great time. And uh, I was going around to each of them and like having like just chats with all of them and hugging them all and stuff. The next morning we're sitting around the campsite and we're, and we're talking about the night before and we're like, Tom, you were so high. I'm like, yeah, I know. And then they go, man, you kept like telling me that I was a good man. <laughs> you kept saying like, you, you kept saying, you're a good man, Billy Grummet. And then one of my goes, you said that to me too. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you said that to me as well. And then some mate like kind of came from another council. He's like, yeah, you kept, uh, yeah, this guy kept coming on about me being a good man. And they're like, <laughs> I was just walking up to dudes being like, man, you're a good man. Maybe you know you that? Did you see auras that night? That doesn't make that, but you know what I also love is that the greatest compliment that you could, uh, muster during one of the greatest peaks of happiness and sort of uh you're riding the wave of just fucking uh what's that what's the drug that that that's released in your head when you're uh when you're on that drug kind of thing serotonin yeah you're just waving you're just on a wave of serotonin and the greatest compliment that you could muster up was you're a good man (laughs) what's wrong with you're a good man (laughs) how long have you been hanging out with these people what would you what what would you be uh, yeah because you I mean, here's the thing, Ellie. You throw around that word love a lot, and I don't, I don't believe it. Well, that's the thing. I've actually had people challenge me because I say I love people uh, all the time, and I, I mean it every time. And I will. And someone asked me, this guy, he was actually dumb as doornails, was just like, Elliot, you tell me you love me and other people all the time. How can that be true? How can you love all of these people? And it kind of stumped me. I didn't have an answer at the time. I was like, ah. I didn't have an answer for him. And I was kind of like, I was like, but I knew I felt it. I knew it was true. And I thought about it. And I was like, well, the greatest, the only way that I can actually, the best analogy that I can give you is that when you take a candle and light another candle, just because you lit an, that, that one candle, like then another candle, it didn't extinguish or take away any of the power of the original one. You still ignited something else. You still uh, created that love but it didn't take anything away from your initial love. You People are looking at it like that. It's like a surplus or like there's like a deficit and they got to run out of it. I only have so much to give. I don't believe in it like that. Yeah, that or you're using the word wrong. No, <laughs> like I've heard you give, I've heard you say I love you to like baristas where you're like, I, there's that's got to be inaccurate. There's been times, where, not literally, but there's been times oh, where yeah, I've been yeah. with you at a cafe and they're like, uh, you're like, can I get uh, two soy flat whites? And they're like, yeah. And you're like, I'm amazing. You're the best. You're fantastic. Thank you so much. I've never and they said come it like out that. And they, hand you, they hand you two coffees and you're like, oh my God, you're the best. You're the absolute greatest. Thank you so much. That's so it's nice. Like, you, you, need, you need to calm the fuck down. That sounds really nice for me, actually. But what I would actually say, what I do say that maybe be a little bit too much is I do go, you're the best. Like some, that I, will, I do say that. When someone goes uh, 250, here you go. I go, yeah, thanks. You're the best. I'll, I'll drop that. And it's just sort of like, it's almost like me saying, so, I say sorry too much. I say sorry too much when like, because I'm just trying to neutralize any kind of thought that, that I'm being um, negative or deceitful or being like bumping you or going, oh, hey, but I'm just like straight away. Sorry. Sorry about that. Trying to neutralize any feeling of that guy's being a dick. You yeah. know what I mean? But, I do that. And so I think I think that's another thing we talked about. 
But I think you're right. Yeah, I definitely, definitely go over the top. But it's definitely, I don't say, I don't throw throw around the word love you unless I I genuinely have felt something where I'm like, man, that guy, I love that. That that, that guy did that. You know what I mean? That's fucking, and I, I, yeah. So, yeah, I love my friends. Sorry about that. Yeah. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I love my parents, my girlfriend, and the Sydney Roosters. And your stupid, stupid dog. (laughs) What my dog? You tried to stamp I my love, dog's no, no, head no. that one time, and he tried to blame me. Like you were trying to, I don't even know this podcast went live, but I you were like, "Oh, you over, you overreacted so much." You know, when we like, I like trotted, like you stamped on my dog's head. No, 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 yes, I wasn't did. reacting to that. I was saying that you, as a parent, you were like always seeing the dog. Like you, you, like it's really funny. It's really funny. You know, when you see somebody become a parent for the first time. And they start like showing signs of like love that you've never really seen and concern that you've never really seen from them before. That's what it was sort of like when you got the puppy. You were sort of like looking at you always like you just you'd stop a conversation and move your eye contact to what the dog was doing to be like, oh, is he all right? Kind of thing. Is he is he playing? Is it, it's like it's, it's a dog. It's like they, they can think, live in the wild. I think you're misinterpreting. Actually, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to avoid the dog embarrassing me. Oh, because oh. if the dog's like barking and making noises and stuff, it's not like, are you okay? I'm like, shut the fuck up. There's company here. That's just like a parent though. No, it's not. I you don't want your kid running around embarrassing you. That's you're the like, different. That's the complete opposite of what you've just said, though, isn't it? Because you're like, I'm so concerned for the dog, and you're like, it's, it'll be fine. It's in the wild. I'm I don't like, think they're mutually exclusive. Both are both are attributes of a parent and and with a child. I'm just like, that's just the shade of parent that you were in that day. I'm sorry. I love my dog more than I love you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, no, you know what? Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. How many if podcasts, I could start, if I could start episodes, a podcast with my dog, how many, I would. Yeah, I was going to say, how many episodes of Cooper died? Imagine you do it and it starts killing like way harder than this. That would hurt my feelings. So yeah, because it's basically just the same podcast except you're not on it. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't, he doesn't have to take as much airtime with Billy's. <laughs> not as much, but he still takes some. Today's podcast is brought to you by Sourdough Bread. Why pay a dollar a loaf when you can pay 12? Or spend 18 hours making your own sourdough bread. It's as white as you are. In my uh, final year of school, uh, so 2009, I went to an all-boys private school. Uh, We had four teachers uh, accused and I think ultimately uh, tried and found guilty of being pedophiles. How is that possible? Is that a record? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one I'll ever have. Yeah, it's like, that's a. Uh, you're right, actually, because uh, that's like a fucking. You guys are like a collegiate school producing NFL players, <laughs> or something like that. Like this guy's going out in the first in the draft. <laughs> yeah, that's like where all the pedophiles here. Like, man, you got to go to Knox. Well, no, it's, no, no. You know what's crazy? They there were four that were caught. <laughs> yeah, those were, those were just the ones we didn't like. <laughs> the, the, those were the those were the guys that went down in the in the t- in the team. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you think is it that our school had? Uh, oh, for sure. Did, did did our school have an inordinate inordinate amount of pedophiles, or just? Particularly careless pedophiles. Yeah, those were the dickies of the pedophiles. Those were the dickies. guys that fucked up. They're a dicky. Oh, come on, man. Like, what, is that, what is that a reference? Is that a reference to something? I don't know, man. I picked a name that was like uh, just kind of shit. <laughs> I thought about a guy in my life that was. I thought about a dicky in my life. Do you know a guy called Dicky in your life? When I was a kid. And what? Why was he such a? I don't know. He would trip over a lot and stuff <laughs> like that. People would pick on him. You know what? <laughs> 
insult you don't hear much anymore, which was great at school, was Unco. Did you ever Unco? Oh, of course, Uncle Ordinated, yeah. Uncle Ordinated. It just, it just, that's one of the words that you be. They just, like, you just put it perfectly, trip over a lot. Yeah, dude. When I think of Uncle, I think of Sesame Street. And that was basically, like, they went one, like, that was about the same time kind of thing, you know? Like, yeah, went, okay. I, I used to use that all the time. Uncle, chat. Uncle. You remember chat? Chat, chat was great. That's chat. That's so chat. And ch- did you have chime? Was chime a thing for you? No, what the chime fuck? Chime out. Ch- oh, yeah, chime out. Chime yeah, yeah. Out. Chime out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. What else was there? I mean, so I suppose you sort of scattered. Yeah. What about uh, chat? Was great. Like chat, chat just ugly, right? Like Chatty. gross. That's chat. Ugh, that's fucking chat. No, it's just chat. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, so there were four, and I think they were they were spanning different decades. I think a lot of it happened in the eighties and the nineties, uh, but the one that I knew. So there were four. Okay, there's there's a couple of things that, that are funny about this, but uh, the the one that I knew of the sort of, of the four was uh, my year six uh, cricket coach, Mr. Trelaw. So Mr. Trelaw, he was a year six teacher. He wasn't my teacher, but he was my cricket coach. He was also the head of one of the houses at the school, and you wanted to be in that house. Like Burns House was the place to be. Like they had pizza parties once a month. Like they had the <laughs> Mr. best. Mr. Lahore's house. <laughs> <laughs> they had uh, like a big notice board, and he put so much effort into it. And I think like, he was legitimately really good at being a teacher and just happened to be a pedophile or maybe like when you love what you do (laughs) (laughs) it was just uh, and this is the or it's a couple of things the first thing was mr trelaw won the lottery not metaphorically literally won the lottery both times then he's won twice. <laughs> he's won twice yeah. yeah but his winning streak came to a crashing halt in 2009 <laughs> put it all on red <laughs> he put it all in red <laughs> not red <laughs> <laughs> he uh he won a hundred thousand dollars in the lotto oh my god isn't that crazy with that, that clearly you know there's there's no it's a lot of lawsuit no money. justice yeah that's that, that got him a lot a of kevlar lawyer. that's a, that that got him 10 less years, I reckon. <laughs> got him OJ's Easily. guy. <laughs> <laughs> he did not touch his kid. <laughs> I was hoping for something so much more clever than that. <laughs> yeah. If <laughs> if the kid does not fit, you can't commit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other... Okay. So um, the one of the other ones, the big thing was that the headmaster at the time knew it like the headmaster knew there were these allegations against him mm-hmm. and he didn't he, he didn't tell anyone do you want to shout out the headmaster it. uh mr pattinson good on you patty uh you james james fuck. pattinson yeah he there, there was a building named after him at the school and it's, it's not anymore That's co- it's called Christ. the snitch auditorium okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh named after the kids that did no uh sponsored by george pell <laughs> just in there that's the best pals uh, and then the other thing was supposedly. So this sounds like it's a, this sounds hack. It sounds so. This is like actually a more fascinating than I'm giving it credit for. But if I was hearing this for the first time, then I would be blown away. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, I've heard that apparently in private schools, and especially like Christian or Catholic private schools in the 80s, it was like an open secret. 
It was like everyone knew there were teachers that touch kids, and that was just what happened. Yeah, dude. There's some um, fucking Aussie stuff. Like, wasn't there that uh, ex-football player that was became like a teacher or something? Oh, like yeah, that? it's and not quite the same. Like, he was dating like 17-year-olds. You mean that teacher's pet thing? That's right. Yeah, teacher's pet sort of thing. Like, yeah. but, like that's an Australian school. And I'm like, my, my mom knows about that kind of shit. He was like, yeah, this PE teacher, like, this girl slept with a PE teacher in school and stuff like that. And even when I was a kid, I was like, that's weird. But as you get older, you're like... That's weird, man. It's fucking creepy. It's, it's like it's weird that it happened, but it's also weirder that the community at the time was just like, yeah. yes, yes, the complacency of everybody around. Uh, like that's when you hear people like, "Those are the times." Yeah. Like the times are different. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, oof. Yeah, helpless, for sure. Helpless. Um, but this sounds super hacky, but I, I, I think it's true. There was a one of the teachers at the school had like a a a, a plaque in his honor. And the plaque said, Mr. Whatever, whatever, uh, he touched us all. Oh. <laughs> I wonder even if that's getting erected, he's kind of like, ooh. <laughs> this this, this could look like, bad. Yes, I did. <laughs> I, sh- I sure did. If only you knew. <laughs> <laughs> if only you knew. <laughs> that's probably why they all congregate, so they can talk about their stats. Because they're the <laughs> they're the only other people that are gonna care about that. You know what I mean? They're mm. like, and they can debate, like you know. That's. I wonder if they knew one another. I don't know if that's true, but I wonder if they were kind, of, like, as in obviously they knew. I wonder if they knew what each other were up to, or when they were watching each other get, <laughs> they were watching each other get accused of like, oh, we could have swapped tips. Oh, dude, I <laughs> we could have yeah, swapped ex- stories. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. dying to tell oh people what God. I was doing because they would. If it, okay, two. First of all, I doubt that. I doubt that. I feel like it was like. You reckon they knew? How can they all knew? And not but only how, that. but like, because they're not like going around bragging. But you think they just, you think they can like sniff each other out? Oh yeah. You reckon? Mm, um, I definitely think so. Yeah, I definitely. W- I couldn't even begin to tell you exactly what it was, but I think that they could definitely tell. It depends how good they are. Maybe they caught somebody. How, was- how good they are. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> Maybe some like they caught them and they were being clumsy and they're like, oh, you're like this one, huh? You got to keep it down. And they're like, you know what I mean? And they're like, you know, like they're gonna be like, I see you're like me. And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, don't fight it. <laughs> and he's like, it being Patterson around it. <laughs> but like, no, I just think that fucking, I think that they can definitely tell. And almost like in like a prison where it becomes like college for a criminal, mm. where sometimes sending a minor criminal can almost make them a major criminal because they learn the tips of the trade, the tricks of the trade kind of thing, you know? And like, I fucking highly doubt those guys weren't on each other's radar. And I doubt that it was just those four. <laughs> yeah. I reckon it was probably, I reckon you know what? The whole squad, the whole, the whole, <laughs> even their arresting officers was like, sorry, bro, you slipped up. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in on it. It goes to the top. <laughs> oh man. It's so, it's uh, it's, it's one of those things. Like I've actually had this thought, especially with that cricket coach. Uh, Billy Darcy has a really, really great joke about this where it's like, how deeply do I really want to think about this? You know, I'm pretty sure I didn't get molested, but <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Like, yeah. do I really, do I really want to know? That's Either way, I've missed the trial. He was found guilty. <laughs> what am I going to contribute? I love Billy. He's so fucking funny. It's so funny, but yeah, yeah. I just, I think, and it all happened. And you know, this was actually pretty funny. I fucking In- hate talking about a Sydney comedian scene. Oh, Sydney really? comedian scene. Every time we talk about it, it's like, who knows these people? Uh, who cares? We'll give him a shout out. Maybe he'll be someone someday. You know what? Billy Darcy killing the game. Sydney comedian. Blam. Yeah, check out his podcast. Uh, get around me with Billy Darcy. It's pretty good. <laughs> Checking out. Okay. Uh, but uh, when I, I remember when I was in year twelve, because it was literally just in the lead up to our HSC, um, as this all came out, and there was a rumor going around that if they convicted one more pedophile, we wouldn't have to sit the HSC. <laughs> 
And I don't know if it was based on anything. <laughs> Rumor. That's was like a- when the weather gets to 40 degrees, we can all go home. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I would I would ask for extra points in my ATAR as well. I've been like, well, you know, I had to dodge rapings the whole year. You know what I mean? Like, you can't throw me twenty. All right, I have less time to study when I have to walk the long way home. No, hundred percent. That's so fucking funny, dude. But I like. Where did that go? Someone one day said, like, surely if there's five, we get a few extra points. Like, surely. <laughs> it's like, dude, most of these happened in the 80s. Like, what? Unless they affected your da- your dad's parenting, yeah, you have yeah. no reason. Well, how many of those kids would have played rugby there, been molested, then had their kid? Oh, wait, does a molested kid send their kid to the same school, especially when they find out that the guy that molested them is Depends one of the how much they like their kids, I <laughs> Depends guess. how much they like the rugby program. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's going to have some real emotional problems, but he's going to be a hell of a number eight. <laughs> He's gonna have some I didn't know I wanted to ability. win that bad, but hey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh, thanks, Mr. Patterson and uh, uh Mr. Patterson. I would say not a pedophile, but complacent. A ped- pedophile supporter. Yep, complacent. And then Mr. Lahore. Mr. Trelaw. Trelaw. Trelawry. Mr. Trelaw. I think. I think. I imagine he's out now. Oh, he went in. I'm pretty sure. I'd hope. Fuck. I'd fucking hope so. Yeah, you'd hope because so. <laughs> he was convicted and everything. Yeah, if they were just like. It's always yeah. It's always shocking. You hear some guy like one of your friends fucked up and stole a car, and he's like, he's going away for ten years, and then some guy like pedophile at your school. It's like he did three. He's back teaching. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've got him for next period. (laughs) Today's podcast is not brought to you by Stan, the digital platform that hosts some of the world's hottest TV shows and movies that nobody is talking about. Start a free three month trial today, and then forget to cancel it. Stan. Australia's fourth favorite streaming service. Okay, so we got a word. We got a joke of the week. Have a joke of the week uh, at the end of the show, and the tradition is that if it works, if the other guy likes it, Tommy likes it, or I like it, then we'll just leave it. But if it doesn't, then we just play. We'll play it out. We'll just play the. We, play uh, we, pl- we end the episode straight. We away. end the episode right away. Just play the intro song. So if the joke is bad, then you're gonna just you'll just hear the song right, right about now. Right about now. About it. Okay, so the joke is well, There you have it, another week, another failed joke We'll get there one day, maybe uh, Thanks for listening, big apologies to my school But uh, but hey, you guys probably owe some people some apologies as well So no one's perfect Keep listening, keep subscribing guys Please reach out to us on the Instagram If you've got any tips, any thoughts Let us know what you like, what you don't like We'll keep bringing you podcasts Hope to speak to you soon Bye. How do you feel about how that went? What? Play the mute. Play the intro. <laughs> <laughs>